Let us begin. Hello everyone, welcome to Bruce Steele, I'm your host Brandon, and this episode will be talking about one question that's illumined in my mind recently, based on recent news in the Sacramento beer industry, and that is, is winter coming, or has winter already arrived? Now, this is not the same winter we have every year with all the snow and colder weather, I'm talking about the kind of winter we see from probably Game of Thrones, that kind of winter, but less vicious and less violent. You know the kind of winter that says prepare for tough times ahead? And that's the question I'm asking right now, is winter coming for the Sacramento beer industry? And not only for the beer industry, but also for the restaurant industry as well, as we're now coming out of the year 2021 and going into year 2022. But first, though, let's talk about the beer pairing for this edition of Brew Stilled. Not only a beer pairing, but also a dessert pairing as well. I'm looking to do some dessert pairings with some stout beers for some coming episodes here. You know, winter is a good time for porters and stout beers. Definitely darker beer season. So I'm thinking about, why not pair some dessert with these beers? But first, the beer I have here is from Highwater Brewing in Lodi, California called Campfire Stout. This ever-so-delightful beer is definitely an excellent fit for winter, especially when you're dealing with the winter blues or whatever you're going through in the winter season because winter is definitely a tough season. But this Campfire Stout can help you get through it as you go into the chanting season of spring. The Campfire Stout is known for invoking fond memories of being out in the wilderness, camping, being outside, going hiking, just being outside at night particularly, just around a campfire, having good times with friends and loved ones. It has notes of chocolate graham crackers part of the flavor, and there's also a hint of marshmallow as well. This is definitely a great beer for a good social gathering or also when you're drinking casual at a bar somewhere when you have it on tap. And better yet, it's available all year round, so you don't have to wait for the dreaded season of winter to have this delightful beer. You could have it all year round if you like. And this beer is brewed with graham crackers and chocolate malt to help add to this delightful flavor this beer has. And again, that's Campfire Stout from Highwater Brewing in Lodi, California, which is also known as one of the best-selling beers. Now, I've had this beer before, had this beer several times. It's probably, I don't know if it's an Avengers status beer. You know, last week I was talking about Avengers beers, you know, like Einstock and Pliny the Elder, beers that always be in my refrigerator all year round. This beer could probably eventually get there, even though I try to have more darker beers, more to colder weather months instead of like summer seasons. But this is definitely a good beer worth checking out. It has an ABV of 11% and a 16 ounce can. I have mine in a can right now. It's a very beautiful can as well. Shows a bear roasting marshmallows over a fire. Also the label Imperial Campfire Stout. So it's most definitely an Imperial Stout with a campfire influence. Also with the flavors of s'mores. And with this very rich flavor, you can have this beer with dessert. This is definitely good beer to have with any kind of dessert, such as a pastry, cake, or any other rich dessert you have on hand with you. But for this week, for this pairing, for this campfire stout, I'm pairing with this with, of course, homemade s'mores. And nothing very elaborate about the s'mores. These are s'mores you can get from the grocery store. You can go get graham crackers, marshmallows, and Hershey bars. Just make the s'mores, pair it with this campfire stout, and you get yourself a very beautiful combo. Now, drinking a beer, along with the s'mores, having the s'mores and the beer together definitely has a really interesting flavor. The flavors help offset each other, so it's definitely a good pairing. Campfire stout with s'mores definitely does add to the flavor of both of these items such as the beer and the s'mores. Now there's also s'more cupcakes out to here in Sacramento bakeries have some of these are known to have s'more cupcakes. So I do imagine that will also be good pairing for this campfire stout as well but right now I have a s'mores and the campfire stout with s'mores is definitely an excellent combo you definitely got to check out because when you have a s'more flavored beer influenced by campfires in the wilderness and you just pair it with these campfire desserts because you know we tend to have s'mores around a campfire it's kind of like an outdoorsy kind of dessert but pairing these two together creates a very unique combo which you'll never forget and 
you definitely want to have over and over again. But that beer is called Imperial Campfire Stout from Highwater Brewing, and it definitely pairs well with s'mores. It's definitely a campfire stout beer you definitely want to check out. Very unique and also very innovative. California is known for its innovation, not only with technology, but also with beer as well. And this beer is a prime example of that, and it pairs perfectly with s'mores. And I do imagine it also pairs with other desserts as well. And also interesting enough, you could also bake with this beer. You could also make cakes with this beer. This is definitely a good beer to bake with. You know, stouts are known to be good beers to bake with. It all started with Guinness. But now, from my experience, something I've done before is that you can make cakes from scratch using the stout beer. And as Campfire Stout is definitely a prime example of that, this is the perfect beer to bake with. So not only could you drink it, or you could pair with desserts, you could also bake with it as well. And that beer is a Campfire Stout from Highwater Brewing. And that's what I'm drinking in this edition of Brew Stilled. Now, for the topic of, is winter coming for the Sacramento beer industry? It makes me wonder what is coming this year for the Sacramento beer industry as recent news has not been very positive as was just announced recently that Dreaming Dog Brewing in Elk Grove, California and Campus Brewing in West Sacramento announced they're closing doors and that makes me ask the question of just like in Game of Thrones is winter coming? You know in Game of Thrones they had that phrase winter is coming meaning be prepared for tough times ahead and I'm wondering are tough times ahead for the Sacramento beer industry given the closures of two breweries at the beginning of 2021? Will it stop with just these two breweries or are more coming in terms of closures in the Sacramento beer industry? Now there's never been a single reason for why a brewery closes down. In one case, a landlord issue caused the closure of one of the breweries that we're talking about right now. It caused me sales, but there's also been talk of a brewery bubble now for several years now in Sacramento, going all the way back to 2017, when Rubicon first closed down. Now, Rubicon Brewing was a very good and popular brewery in Midtown Sacramento, known for the Monkey Knife Fight, which is now brewed by Tower Brewing in Sacramento, California. When Rubicon closed down, the owner said that a bubble was coming, that the bubble was starting to burst in the craft beer industry in Sacramento. But since then, we never really saw a bubble burst. There's always been talk of a bubble bursting in the Sacramento craft beer industry, but yet that has yet to occur. But the closure of two breweries at the start of 2021, it makes me wonder if the bubble, that long-awaited bubble many have talked about, will unfortunately burst. Now, I'm skeptical of that because here's why. Sacramento is a very popular beer town. We have a lot of good craft beers here, and I would definitely argue that some of the best breweries in the United States are here in Sacramento, California. The beer scene here is very large, very supportive, and the breweries here are always full. You know, sometimes there are days you go into a brewery, not that many people there, but for events, breweries tend to have a lot of good events, and the beer festivals here are always packed with people, and they tend to sell out. I mean, people buy VIP tickets to go to Capital Beer Fest, and also California Brewers Festival, both which are located here in Sacramento, California. But is all of this enough in order for the region to avoid a so-called bubble from bursting? Now, right now, given current numbers, it's estimated there are 85 breweries in the Sacramento region as claimed by Sacramento. Now, a lot of these breweries are located in other towns, such as Davis, Elk Grove, Auburn, Folsom, El Dorado Hills, even deep down probably in the Central Valley, depending on your geographic interpretation. So there's a wide brewery scene here in the Sacramento region, a lot of good breweries, each with their own specialty, their own personality, and their own following. Now with 85 breweries, it's very hard to go to all the breweries in one year. They had the beer passport, which you can get your stamp, you can stamp your passport when you go to each brewery, which does offer unique experience to explore all the breweries in the region here in Sacramento. Now, here in Brew Stilled, we have different beers here in the Brew Stilled podcast, often different breweries, not just from Sacramento, from all around the country and even from around the world. We definitely don't want to remain exclusive to Sacramento breweries, although I do have a lot of Sacramento beers here in Brewstilled. I definitely like to branch outside the region. But at the same time though, we all want to support a region. We want to support a Sacramento beer region and make sure that flourishes, make sure it stays successful, and make sure all the breweries stay in business. So all this talk of a bubble, it makes me wonder that despite all the popularity, despite the large attendance at breweries and even beer festivals, is all of this enough in order to avoid this so-called bubble many have been talking 
talking about for years now. So far, I'm going to say yes, because even though two breweries closed down, which sadly made Sigla more coming, given a time frame we're currently living right now, we live in a very tough time right now. You know, downtown Sacramento is pretty much dead right now. A lot of restaurants and breweries and bars are empty because there's not a lot of people going downtown. So the current circumstances, the current time we're living in right now, it's definitely indeed a very tough time for breweries in terms of getting people coming into our establishments. You know, people are going more towards closer to home. They're really not traveling as far as they used to to go to a brewery. So they may go to a brewery in their hometown, closer where they are, living outside Sacramento, which is probably why it's a good thing for breweries to be outside Sacramento because you have this region with breweries with their own personality in their own different location and the outskirts of Sacramento, which would definitely be a good way to get, draw their own unique crowd in order to stay in business. But is it enough? Is it enough to avoid a so-called bubble in our current time frame we're living in with COVID and right now the rise of Omicron variant? Will that be a cause for concern? Will that lead to more closing of breweries? I'm pretty optimistic that it won't. But why do people keep talking about a bubble? Why do people talk about bubbles in terms of breweries closing down? Well, I don't really have an answer to that question. It's definitely been a common topic here in Sacramento in terms of brewery bubble. But then again, a lot of brewers who close down do say that increased competition has definitely been a burden for some breweries. You know, there's always new breweries being opened. Right now, current estimates have right now that three breweries are currently being constructed right now to open the Sacramento region, which could really bring that number up to 87 breweries. Which does make me ask the question, just how many breweries will the Sacramento region end up having? Will we go from 85 to 87 to 90, even to 100? Can the Sacramento region really sustain 100 breweries? That I don't know because 100 breweries, that's definitely a lot of breweries. Is the population there to support all those breweries and making sure that they have enough profits to stay in business and also enough wide variety of beers that are going to attract your own unique crowd? Is that indeed a possibility? That I don't know, but 100 breweries, if that were to come to that level, that's definitely a lot of breweries. Now, if I went to 100 breweries, if it somehow gets that level, that I would say could definitely lead to a bubble because I think there's way too many breweries for this region because there's other breweries you can go to, like in the Central Valley, way outside Sacramento. There's breweries in the Bay Area, which are really good. And I definitely had a lot of Bay Area breweries from brews still in the past editions. But it appears there's always that desire to have a brewery or someone want to start a brewery here in the Sacramento region, given the large popularity craft beer here has in our region. But I do wonder about this bubble issue. Would a bubble eventually be proven correct? It does make me think about winter. You know, winter is coming. That's a common phrase in the show Game of Thrones. And when you hear winter is coming, it means be prepared for tough times ahead because when winter is coming, get prepared for a very ugly reality. So maybe the closure to breweries could be an omen. Maybe it couldn't. But here goes to the thing of winter is coming. I don't think it just applies to California breweries or Sacramento breweries in our region. It could apply to bars, restaurants, breweries, tap rooms, other forms of local businesses, all affected by the recent COVID rise, the recent COVID surge, and also from the very start of COVID to begin with. And a prime example of a business that's not a brewery affected by what I call this winter is coming is Market 515, which is an excellent grocery store here in Sacramento. Prior to their closure, it's a great place to get beer here at Brew Still Podcast. Several of the beers came from Market 515 when Brew Still was just starting now as a podcast. That there's a prime example of this winter's coming with local business going under because of COVID and economic uncertainty. But despite all this negative recent events and closures here in Sacramento with breweries and now a good popular grocery store, with good quality beer and good quality food, perhaps maybe winter is indeed coming, but it doesn't have to be the end-all be-all. It is very 
very well possible in my mind to resist this upcoming winter to prepare for the tough times ahead by reversing the trend and as by just going out enjoying life and supporting local businesses, going to your local breweries, bars, and restaurants, supporting the staff, tipping well, and also making sure that you're having a good time there as well while also supporting local businesses in your community in order to embrace and also fight back against this very tough winter we might be coming with economic uncertainty of all the recent closures. Now, Sacramento, that's been the trend lately with a lot of uncertainty with restaurants and breweries and restaurants and bars. I'm not sure what's going on in your community, but definitely could be a very tough winter with all the economic uncertainty we're facing and with also closures continuing to occur. But I do believe with a very good mindset and also an effort to help local businesses, this trend could very well be reversed. Because just like the saying goes, when one door closes, another door opens. And in this case, one brewery closes, another one opens. For example, as of right now, as of July 2021, as of current news I have, there are three breweries that are going to be opening in the Sacramento region by the name of Uncle Charlie's in Folsom, Geartooth Ale Works in Placerville, and Brethren down in Manteca. They will eventually open and become part of the Sacramento beer region, which definitely does raise some hope that when one brewery closes, there is always another one willing to take its place. So indeed, winter might be coming, but does appear some solutions are definitely underway and as the opening of new breweries. Now, I don't know if getting to 100 breweries is a good thing for the Sacramento region, but it's always good to see a new brewery open. And also, some new restaurants are coming up as well. So despite the doom and gloom, despite the negativity with recent closings, there's always some willing to step up to take the chance on a new establishment, whether it's a restaurant, a brewery, or even a tap room. And just last night, I was over at a social gathering over a Bottle and Barlow in R Street and R Street Corridor in Sacramento, California, which is definitely a rising section of the city for the city of Sacramento. Sacramento, for me, the R-Star Corridor is the next midtown in terms of hotspot in Sacramento. And despite recent warnings about COVID, the recent surge in COVID in California, the place was definitely had a good crowd, people are taking precautions, but also save time, they're having a good time, enjoying life, enjoying being around a social crowd, and it was definitely an excellent experience. I sat down, had a nice pilsner, met some new people, got to know new people, talked about our love for bourbon, whiskey, and craft beer. It was definitely a great time, and all this occurring during the month of winter. So yes, winter may be coming, but it's not let this winter deter us away from our lives and not let us fear what is to come. And despite closings, there's always new establishments willing to take the place of a closed establishment. And we're seeing that right now here in Sacramento. And I'm also pretty certain that other communities around the country, even around the world, are also having their own situation as well. Closures, but also new openings for new beginnings. All occurring in the hospitality and entertainment industry. And that is indeed something to raise a glass to. And that shall do from here in Bruce Stilled. I'm your host, Brandon. Do go out there and check out local events in your community. Do go out there and celebrate life and support the hospitality and entertainment industry. And also, if you're a fan of football, do check out the Wednesday edition of Bruce Stilled, where I talk about the NFL season in a recap to six most interesting teams this year's NFL season. So if you're into football, do check out the Wednesday edition. Right now, the Wednesday edition is the NFL version of this podcast. So do check that out if you're interested in NFL football. And I'll see you all next time. Do go out there and enjoy life, have some good beer, whiskey or bourbon, whatever your preference is. And I'll see you all next time. And until then, be brewed and be distilled, folks. Cheers. Cheers.